Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to break down a portion of this video that's made by this guy called Legal Eagle on YouTube. He's got a huge amount of followers, and he he's a fast-talking guy. He's pretty sharp lawyer, but he just pushes just a bunch of bullshit on people. And I want to break down this video a little bit about mask wearing because they're never going to go away. They're going to be brought back in the next problem. And it's very helpful for people to see all the different ways he starts to screw you. So anyway, for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer for a variety of reasons. <laughs> I'm also a self-certified master practitioner. I gave myself that title almost 20 years ago. Now, this show may piss some people off like lots of my shows do, but that's just the way it goes. The truth hurts. So let's go ahead and get the show going. So a lot of people have asked me about this Legal Eagle show that's on YouTube. This guy does a he's a legalist show kind of thing, and he just all he does is tow the standard line. He's clearly somewhat of a liberalish guy, listening to the whole thing on the masks. And people have asked me again and again to do something with it. And so I, I've watched a couple of them, not even all of several of them, but I watched this entire one on the mask. And it's going to be totally impossible for me to do a show breaking down this whole thing because one, the guy speaks really fast. And two, he just says so much shit that has to be addressed. It would take two hours to probably do a 20-minute uh, video analysis of this thing. So I'm going to do some and give you an idea. And I, I don't know how long I'm going to go on with it just because it's, it's painful for me to listen to the absurdity that pours out. It's not that the guy is wrong in a legal sense. He's not. It's that this is just the absolute heart of the deception that bothers me so much about the law. These constitutional conservatives and these people pushing this horseshit where they say things that sound like they make a lot of sense, but they leave out all the stuff that matters that I talk about. All the stuff that's that's shoved in as basic assumptions that are totally inconsistent, contradictory nonsense and are not part of the Constitution. He's a big believer in how if the Supreme Court has said something, well, that's what you look to. Well, there's nothing in the Constitution, as I've explained to people over and over again, that makes the federal court, the Supreme Court, the so-called law of the land. It's just the supreme judicial authority. That just means it's the last place you get to hear your case. And if the court rules against you, your case is done. It doesn't mean that the entire country has to follow whatever the court says. That's utterly absurd and ridiculous. Nobody would agree to such a ridiculous star chamber kind of arrangement where a group of people you have no control over who sit for life with an unknown number get to simply make a ruling and then everybody has to follow it. That's just the opposite of anything that anybody who fought a war to get away from a tyranny would ever agree to, but that's the foundational concept and principle that's taught in law school, and that's part of this so-called analysis that gets done all the time. But there's tons and tons of other stuff in this show that he does, and like I said, so I'm going to start, and I'm going to play a little and, and comment, play a little and comment, and this guy does a video, and so there's sometimes there's stupid video clips, and he's, he clearly makes fun of people. It's very slickly produced. He's got almost 2 million viewers or subscribers, and so this is something that the 
The establishment loves this guy. I'm sure he's very well financed. He's making a lot of money for doing this stupid crap. And it's the kind of thing we're up against. And, you know, this is why I tell people, you know, that people, if you don't want to support shows like mine, then you're going to get more shit like this legal eagle garbage. And that's all you're going to get. And there is no counterpoint to it because nobody bothers to support it. And this guy is just going to have money gushed at him because he pushes this mask wearing horse shit and tells you basically that the government can pretty much tell you anything the government wants and then you have to obey it. So let's go ahead and start the thing. And I, I, like I said, I don't know how long I'm going to be able to run each time before I have to stop it because he speaks fast and he says a lot of shit. So let's go ahead and get it going. Oh, and let me warn you that the video that he runs actually starts with a man, maybe a minute and a half or something like that. Maybe a minute's worth of kind of video clips he's playing, basically making fun of people who oppose whatever it is he's about to push about the masks. And so it's hard to really get a feel for. I'm not going to describe each video piece, but anyway, you get the idea. If you want to watch it, you can just watch the video clip. I've attached it, but it, it, he's just setting up his story so he can show what fools and rubes uh, they are who object to him and showing them as racists and fools and Jesus freaks and stuff like that. It's just ridiculous. But all right, let's go ahead and get it going. Just warning you. You hear it time and time again when Americans are told they should wear a mask indoors. I just want to show my 3,000 follower Instagram feed. Mostly locals. Hi, everyone. I work for Costco and I'm asking this member to put on a mask because that is our company. Show the video. So either wear the mask. And or... I'm not doing it because I woke up in a free country. A Dallas woman decided to throw a toddler-style tantrum in a grocery store. I don't give a f Not to be outdone by Dallas, a Fort Worth woman berated a store clerk. I'm spreading more germs saving here, for God's sakes. Suddenly, people have doctor's notes that prevent them from wearing masks, but the same medical conditions obviously don't stop them from screaming. I okay, so he's basically showing a bunch of video clips to try to make fun of these people, and... Obviously, because he's very superior, because at the end it becomes clear he's a big mask proponent and believes all that crap and thinks the science is clear. In a typical kind of fashion, speaking down to everybody who doesn't agree with him with regards to this deal, which is classic. And so this is the way they kind of make fun of people and they cherry pick stuff and they don't provide a, a real argument, just like there's never been a real argument about any of this mask science or anything else. They just show a bunch of people who are quoting the Bible or some other thing or throwing a fit like this, and they act like that's everybody who doesn't wear a mask. So it's it's kind of typical. It's very unfair. It's the kind of thing that uh, you can kind of get away with in a court setting where you just put on one side because the other side gets to come on and show how all this stuff is complete bullshit that you just put on. But in a situation like this, you don't get it. And most of the time in the media, this is what happens in the media. So he just shows a few more clips. And this lady is, of course, screaming. And you can't see it, but if you want to watch it, I've linked the uh, video so anybody can see these stupid things. Doctor would not let me wear a mask. And this California guy called the store manager the N-word and had a meltdown over the manager wearing a mask. This guy called me a what? A totally shameless woman wants to call the manager of a hospital because the hospital requires that all people wear masks. Okay, so it's just example after example it starts with, with this real smug look on his face. And it's, it's just typical. Like I said, we could show all the contradictory horse shit from Dr. Fauci and all these other losers and all the way they've been wrong again and again and all the data and everything else. But, you know, it doesn't. This is his show. He gets to do it however he wants. I'm just pointing out that this is the kind of arrogant, obnoxious horse shit that passes for smugness. And, of course, anybody who believes in the system and is liberal is automatically a 
sophisticated intellectual, and anybody who disagrees with people like this who push this horse shit is just a hillbilly fool or a racist, of course. They, they put all this stuff in there, so it's just typical. I'm in St. Joseph's Hospital. They're telling me that if I don't wear a mask, they're not going to uh, assist me. They want me to leave. And the people of Florida weren't going to be outflorided by other states, so people in Florida challenged mask laws because only God can regulate breathing. See? And they want to throw God's wonderful breathing system out the door. See? I was born free. I will stay free. My rights come from God, not from you. And some people have more practical reasons for not wearing masks. I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't un wear underwear. Things gotta breathe. Then there's the Florida man who just doesn't feel like wearing one for reasons. I just don't want to be doing, I don't know, somehow sitting in the Oval Office behind that beautiful Resolute desk. The great Resolute desk. Half of all states now require people to wear masks in public spaces. Okay, so this thing was done quite a while ago. Obviously, I didn't know about it, and this thing was put out immediately, and it's just... It's funny to me. I mean, he shows those clips and he shows Trump. So obviously he's making fun of that and calling him a Florida man. And the idea that any of this stuff is necessary is absurd. But none of this is legal yet. This is all just setting the stage for how stupid you must be if you don't want to agree to these masks. So that's that's generally what he's doing. He's setting the stage that only hillbillies, hicks, Trump supporters, Jesus freaks, things like that, uh, racists don't want to wear a mask because it's so obvious that the science is so fantastic. So this is this is what the guy's show is mostly about, just this kind of silliness. And so then he gets into kind of the legal arguments, and those are pretty interesting because they're just so official and they're full of so much upside-down nonsense. So let's go ahead and keep the thing going. Obviously, a lot of people are more than a little confused about what rights the Constitution of the United States grants to its citizens. And... Boom. Hold it. Did you just hear right, right there? Did you hear that? <laughs> very, very sneaky, right? What rights does the Constitution grant its citizens? No, that's not, what, that's not the way it works. You have your rights. The Constitution doesn't grant you rights. It prevents the government from infringing your rights. There's a huge, huge difference. And that very, very subtle fundamental difference right there is already setting the stage for the misanalysis that both the courts and this guy's analysis are. The Constitution doesn't grant me rights. It doesn't grant me rights. It doesn't even say anything like that. There's nothing in the Constitution that says anything about granting rights. What there are is there's a Bill of Rights that prevents the government from infringing rights that already exist. And there was a big debate about whether to put that Bill of Rights in there for exactly this reason, that if you put it in, then it's going to make it seem like the government can infringe these rights unless they're prevented from infringing their rights, which flips the entire thing. And of course, that's exactly the situation we have. So there you go. The rights granted by the Constitution is already fundamentally wrong. What powers the government has over its citizens? Do you have an unalienable right not to wear a face mask in public? Can businesses tell customers to wear masks? And do those little cards talking about the Americans with Disabilities Act actually have any effect? It's time to think like a toddler. Nope, nope, it's time to think like a lawyer. In the beginning, God formed man out of the earth and breathed his breath in him and he became a living soul. Okay, so again, another clip making fun of people who believe in God, Christians, etc. Just the same thing. It's always the same. And so now he's once again acting like he's going to think like a lawyer. And then he plays this lady uh, talking about, uh, you know, God breathing life into a soul. It's just, it's, it's really, 
I don't understand why people like stuff like this. I, I guess these liberals watch this kind of thing. They're just such arrogant asses, and they they have no basis for it because they're just dead wrong. So let's let's listen on. Where do you derive the authority to regulate human breathing? Well, Florida woman, not everything that you don't like violates your constitutional rights. For example, we have freedom of expression, but there are some things that we simply cannot do, like create obscene materials involving children. We have. Who says? Who says? You you can create that. There's just a penalty for it. <laughs> There's just a penalty for it. And so, again, he's what he's going to do is go through a whole series of things that the Supreme Court has said aren't allowed. And therefore, that's the proof that it's not constitutional because the Supreme Court has said it. This is the fundamental argument they always make. I always liken it to the fact that, well, I know it must be true because I've read it somewhere. Oh, yeah. See, I wrote it down and then I read it. There's no difference. Just because the Supreme Court says something, as I've told people again and again, it doesn't mean it's the law of the land. It doesn't even mean they're true. It doesn't even mean it's right. The Supreme Court reverses itself. So he brings up this example. It's not true. That's not a matter of First Amendment. If you make it, it's a crime. That's all. Your First Amendment protections are not about making child pornography. It doesn't mean you're allowed to do it, right? It doesn't mean you're allowed to do it. That's not the way the First Amendment works. They call that a First Amendment issue. It's not. The problem with that is that it's an abuse of a minor. Okay? The minor can't consent. This has nothing to do with the First Amendment. This is just a way they confuse the issue. The, the reason child pornography is, is banned and can be banned is the same reason that you can't enter into a contract before you're 18 years old. You can't. It's not legally binding. Same reason you can't take naked pictures of children and put them out. Forget the fact that it's perverted insanity. It doesn't matter. The reason child pornography is banned is because the person can't consent. They're under 18. Once you're 18, you can consent to have naked pictures taken of yourself, doing whatever kind of crazy perverted acts you want. But as a child, the rule is that they can't form real consent. That's why it's illegal. That's why you can ban it. They can lower the age of consent as well, which they do all the time. Some states it's 14, 17, they can change it. It's got nothing to do with the First Amendment. It's a typical distraction. Okay? So it gives an example. The very first example is not true. The fact that you may classify it as a First Amendment issue doesn't make it a First Amendment issue. It just doesn't freedom of assembly, but the government may regulate the time, place, and manner of how we exercise that right. Who says? Who says that they can do that? <laughs> the government says it. So this is a great example of the idea that if the government interprets the Constitution to say what the government's allowed to do, then the government's allowed to do it and it makes it constitutional. It's totally upside down nonsense. Who says the government's entitled to issue you a permit before you can go down there and object and protest the government? <laughs> Who says it? The government says it. So see, this is, this is the analysis that they do. They put you in a box you can't win with. That the government is in charge of telling you what the Constitution says and what the government can do. And once the government has said that, now it's constitutional. <laughs> it's just, it's so stupid. It's so ridiculous. But this is the argument that's always made by conservatives. This guy is making what is in effect constitutional conservative arguments on here and liberal arguments because they all fall in the exact same box. It's just silly. But it has nothing to do with the First Amendment. This is just typical of the way they screw the analysis up and confuse people. In short, our Constitution recognizes freedoms with limits. Under the Tenth Amendment, powers not <laughs> delegated to the federal government are reserved to the states or to the people. This means that the federal government's power is not unlimited, so states and smaller units of government have the power to regulate certain conduct. And as we've seen throughout this pandemic, the... 
That's not what the Tenth Amendment means. It has nothing to do with it. The Tenth Amendment is not what restricts the government in any way, <laughs> not even close. The Tenth Amendment is another example to me of why those amendments suck so bad. Our Constitution and our government is supposed to be a government of express, enumerated, limited powers, meaning that you must first go to the Constitution and find where the government has the authority before it can do anything. But see, that never happens anymore. It's just assume the government has the authority unless it's limited in some other way. That's the way the analysis always happens now. They have it unless. And that's a classic example right there with this Tenth Amendment crap. He flips the idea of what the Tenth Amendment is. That Tenth Amendment has nothing to do with limiting the government or anything else. There's nothing to do with it. It's complete in legalese. It's called surplusage. It means language that means nothing. Of course, if the federal government doesn't have it, then whatever those powers and authorities are may be left to the states. <laughs> of course they could. Could be nothing. The state itself may have no authority. That's all. It's just a restatement. It's the same reason why those, that Bill of Rights is such a terrible idea and it's caused so many problems. But here he is using it again incorrectly. Now, he's not incorrect. That is the way the courts and everybody talk about it. I'm trying to show people how inverted it all is and how you'll never win as long as this kind of narrative is being pushed and this guy with his two million subscribers and God knows how much money he makes off this shit is just going to keep pushing it. And he seems like, oh, he's such a sharp guy, so he's a fast talker. He just tells you and talks down to you. It's just bullshit. It's all bullshit. And in a real case, if I could actually come up against this kind of nonsense, I'd tear it apart. I'd tear it apart. Let's go on. The federal government has taken, let's say, a hands-off approach to dealing with COVID. Completely absurd. It has in no way taken a hands-off approach. The CDC is in charge of all the guidelines. The FDA is in charge of the vaccine. The federal government controls every kind of scientific experiment, FDA approval, CDC guideline, regulation. It's utterly absurd. And then the idea that the federal government's taken any of this off with regards to finances, you got to kidding me, trillions and trillions of dollars being gushed out to states in order for them to support all this, this shit that they dream up we're supposed to do? It's, none of this could happen without the federal government gushing trillions of dollars to support exactly what the CDC says are the guidelines and restrictions. It's absurd to say that government's taking a hands-off approach. And of course, he plays a Trump clip talking about how the federal government is taking this time off. It's ridiculous. It's not true. It's... <laughs> I mean, see, this is the problem with all of it. Each time they say something, it's not true. It's all these things they aren't mentioning. We're not supposed to stand on street corners doing testing. They uh -huh. go to doctors. They go to hospitals. Well, what about Operation go... Warp Speed, right? What about Operation Warp Speed? Is that, is that also government hands-off? <laughs> you see how stupid it all is? It's just none of this is true. It's just a concoction that these people push and that people believe because nobody ever stands up like me and immediately points out all the errors they're making in the analysis and nobody has 30 years of legal experience to know damn well exactly where they're going wrong and how they're misleading people. This is just all totally misleading. This is completely misleading. The federal government has not taken a hands-off approach. Go to the state. The state is a more localized government. You have 50 of them. And as a result, most mask orders are coming from mayors and governors. Yes. Police powers are not unlimited, but in a pandemic, governments have much broader authority to impose regulations that protect the population from a virus that has serious implications for public health. But at the same time, citizens have rights that... What, did you hear what he just said? All those assumptions built in. 
that during a pandemic, the government has more authority, blah, 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 does? Okay, how does it get that? <laughs> the federal government doesn't have any of this stuff to declare a national emergency. There's absolutely nothing in the Constitution about it. They don't have any authority to declare a national emergency. They don't get any more authority because of it. You think people are unaware of emergencies prior to the time uh, the Constitution was written? Of course, they knew all about them. They didn't give the government some authority under whatever the government declares as a national emergency. See, if you lose your rights just because the government wants to declare an emergency, well, then the government will simply just declare emergencies and take your rights, and that's exactly what they're doing. And this idea that the states have it, Again, this is just a dreamed up thing. This is just something the government says the government has. It's all it is. And of course, the states do have more general, quote, police powers than the federal government. But as I've pointed out in countless podcasts, nothing about what the state governments are doing is being overseen or checked on. Nothing. Not, not one little thing. They're just doing whatever the hell they want. And now they're writing all these laws after the fact in order to codify it so they can do it to you next time. That's what they're doing. That's how this is all working. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I am three and a half minutes into this guy's video, and I've already run out of time for a regular show. That's how ridiculous this is. This video runs for about 20 minutes, and I've got three and a half minutes, and I'm 20 minutes into my own analysis. So you can see what I mean. That there's, It's totally impossible to go through all of this. Completely and totally impossible. But there's tons and tons more here that he does go over and uses the same stuff. He goes over those ADA cards. He goes over why businesses are allowed to do it, which I did a whole show on telling you that they're not private. This idea that they're private is ridiculous, but he uses that same analysis, of course. And so it's pointless for me to go on in this show. Otherwise, the show is just going to run on and on and on. So I'm just going to go ahead and wrap this portion up. I'm going to do the rest of my Patreon because... This is going to run on for quite a while. And if people want crap like this to run on out in the public without a response, then that's what they want. From what I can tell, that's what people want. So that's fine. <laughs> I just find it hilarious that this guy's show is so popular. It's so classic to me. And, you know, he does all these videos. And I, I find it funny. He seems to be a pretty knowledgeable lawyer when you're talking about a lawyer who's operating within the box. What I've tried to tell people all the time is this box they operate in, you have no chance in. So you have no chance inside this box. None. Every single part of this box will close down on you because of arguments just like the ones he makes in this ridiculous video, like we've already just barely touched the surface of. And I just think it's silly um, that people continue to believe this stuff when it's just so damn obvious. I mean, it's just so obvious. And as long as people accept the idea that the federal government is in charge of telling you what the federal government can do and what constitutional rights you have, and that the federal government, through this star chamber, tells you what limits there are to the federal government, well, how the hell are you going to win in a case like that? How can you win in a situation like that? And oh, well, then the state government gets to do it. All these things are just assumed in, all these authorities and powers and everything, they're just all assumed in. See, they're always assumed. Well, what, well, who's agreed to any of this? When did any of this get agreed to? I've never agreed to any. All oh, the Constitution says. I never agreed to the Constitution. I never agreed to this kind of analysis. I never agreed that some, some group of jokers would be able to interpret it and bind me. There's no freedom involved in that. All these fundamental issues are just ignored in these kinds of phony baloney analysis that they do because they sound very impressive to people who aren't skilled and trained in the law like I am and who studied it for so long. 
but this thing is just chock full of it. And the thing else I watch from the guy has the exact same kind of stuff, just pushing the official narrative just all the time, just the official narrative that's just, just chock full of all these lies, just all these inversions of the reality. And the people are totally unaware of it at this point because it's taught in law school, the stupid crap he's pushing. It's all taught in law school. It's the only way it'll get applied in courts. So and I've done all sorts of shows that show you that look at this court case, look at the result here, look at this law. I examine each one of them. What does it show? It shows that my analysis is correct. My analysis is the one that works for predictive value. Not the stupid crap the constitutional conservatives push about your rights and the Constitution and close inspection and all this other shit. It's all just Barnum statements. They put you in a box that you can't win with. This guy's uh, quite adept at explaining the box from one side and arguing about the other side of the box. The problem is that his arguments get blown up as soon as you point out the fact that his box itself is just not true, that he's arguing in. That's all. It's just not true. So... All right, like I said, uh, this thing could go on for two hours. I don't know how long it'll take for me to go through this video, but I'm going to do it in Patreon. And because I, I really I appreciate the people who are in there and support my efforts. I really do. And they're, they're great people. And I know they're probably going to want me to make this second portion public. And, uh, you know, I, I get it. I, I hear you. Maybe I'll end up doing that. I don't know. But anyway, thank you, guys. And if anyone wants to follow me. They can follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review. And you can support my show or you can share my show. I've got more than 100 free shows out there. And I tell people exactly what's going on. And until people understand, we have no chance. As long as we're stuck arguing with jokers like this inside of this box, you will lose. Until you can get to the point where you can understand that the box you've been put in is a loser. Every side of it is a loser. You have no chance in it then we as a people have no chance of having any actual freedom. None. None at all. It'll just slowly close down. The noose will just tighten over and over. And that, of course, 240 years of exactly that. So, all right, that's it. I'm going to wrap this show up right now. You guys have been a great audience. Everybody have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time. For legal man. Thanks so much. I get to check your service on the way out. More quash. More quash.